Normally, I'd be trying to fire you up right now, but in today's episode, I'm actually going to try and calm you down a little bit. Hey, friends, my name is Gabe Kolstad. I'm with Westside Community Church, and I'm going to talk today about four keys to calming down. We're coming off a weekend talk that I did at Westside Community Church uh, about anxiety, and you know, it's a problem. It's a problem in general. It's a problem in our world right now, and it's a problem this time of year. You might be experiencing some of that anxiety, which technically is like a pulling apart of yourself. Part of you is living in a different time zone and you're trying to solve some problems and you're and you're you're not really all there. And one of the things that we learn about anxiety is that the the real way to cure anxiety is through presence, but not just any presence, it's through God's presence. When we realize that God is present, it helps us to be present and it helps us to lose our anxiety and exchange it for his peace. You know, I love Christmas time because we do celebrate the coming of God to be with us as Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14 in the Old Testament of the Bible prophesied the virgin will conceive and will give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. I love that. God is with us. When Jesus showed up, he intended to change everything for us. I love the also the psalm in the Old Testament of the Bible. It's Psalm 46.10, and it says, Be still and know that I am God. Uh, another version of that verse says, Cease striving and know that I am God. And you know, in those moments when you're striving and you're just anxious and you're worried and your nerves are you know on fire, um, you're, you're not able to be present in the moment. And what you really need is just that reassurance that God is with you. So I want to focus on something that the Apostle Paul wrote in the New Testament book of Philippians, and it's these four keys to calm, four keys to calming yourself down. He was well aware that you and I were going to be people who struggle with anxiety, and uh, and so God gives us this great help in Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 through 8. It says this, it says, don't worry about anything, instead pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all that he has done. Then you'll experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. He says, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about the things that are excellent and worthy of praise. What we learn in this little short section of verses in the New Testament is that uh, there's four ways to go about really releasing your anxiety and exchanging it for peace. And I don't know where you're coming from in your faith journey. I hope that you're open to the things of God and knowing that you matter and that God loves you and that he's got an amazing plan for your life and that Jesus is the expression of his love. And I hope that you're right now in a relationship with Jesus. If not, I hope this Christmas brings you closer to him because what we find in Jesus is this insane peace. I say insane because in many ways, it doesn't logically always make sense to go, I'm in the middle of a problem or in the middle of chaos or in the middle of a storm, and yet I am at peace. I'm I'm calm because he is here. And so Paul teaches us there really basically four things. He says, worry about nothing, which is easier said than done, right? Worry about nothing. If that was the only thing that he was saying, it would be really hard to follow. But he follows that up by saying, pray about everything. So 
basically, you can turn your cares into prayers. You know, every time you think about something that feels like that stressometer in your life starts to kick in, you can convert that energy into communicating that to God. 1 Peter 5, 7 says, cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. So I always kind of picture myself in that moment of stress, you know, taking maybe like whatever that bundle of care is and just like tossing it right at, at God. He's like, cast your cares on him because he cares for you. It's just, some of those things are just too heavy for us to carry. Those relational tensions, the what ifs of life. I mean, the what ifs are really what do it, aren't they? You know, you somebody says something and you say, what if they meant that? Or something happens at work and you go, well, what if this happens next? You read a news article and go, what if this happens in the world and everything turns upside down? And those are, those are cares that you can turn into prayers. And so Paul says, worry about nothing. He says, pray about everything. And you might wonder, well, okay, what does he mean by everything? Like, because there's some stuff that maybe you wouldn't naturally think of communicating to God in a prayer. Uh, things that maybe you've, you've, in your mind, separated them. This is spiritual. This is not spiritual. Maybe God only cares about things that I would consider spiritual. The truth is, everything is spiritual in God's eyes. He created everything and everyone. And so everything about our lives concerns him and he cares about. So there is nothing that you could think of that would be a concern that he wouldn't want you to then pass on to him. Isn't that a a kind of a freeing thought? Like literally every concern that you have, everything that feels like a weight to you, every single thing, he's going, pray about it. Worry about nothing. Pray about everything. He says, thank God in all things. That's the third key. You know, part of this is switching from concern to gratitude, switching from worry to joy and thankfulness. And so he's going, I want you to worry about nothing, pray about everything, thank God in everything, in all things. You know, you don't have to thank God for all things. (laughs) There's some things I'm just not thankful for at all. Uh, I mean, I'm not thankful for the day when the Christmas music stops being played on the radio. I like the Christmas music. I wish it was all year long. And then it's going to go off. Thankfully, we all have, you know, Apple Music or something like that these days, so we can just pull it up when we want to. But there's things that happen that I'm not thankful for, but I can be thankful in. You know, when your car breaks down, you don't have to be thankful. You don't have to say, God, thank you that my car broke down. Or God, thank you we don't have enough money to pay our bills this month. Or God, thank you that I'm having an argument with my spouse. You can be thankful in something without necessarily being thankful for it. Thankful in it because, you know, God is at work in the bigger picture and that he is able to carry you through it. Thankful that, you know, you know him, that he knows you, that he cares about these things. You can be thank- you can start making a list of things you're thankful in, and you can, you can just make a gratitude list in general. That's very healthy, right? I mean, everybody who, who knows about personal growth and health is saying we should be making gratitude lists all the time, because what you focus on is, is often what you attract. And if your focus is on worries, fears, and anxiety, you're going to attract more of that stuff, people, conversations, things like that. But if your focus is on how much God is doing for you, you know, I mean, it's even as a parent myself, it's easy for me to repeat the things that my kids are thanking me for, you know, because I want to, because I, I love that gratitude. And it's just, it's a goodwill in our relationship and it creates momentum. And I think the same thing goes in our relationship with God. Is like whatever we're busy focusing on is probably what we're going to get more of. So what are you thankful for and what are you thankful in right now? And how can you start telling God that, vocalizing it? You know, maybe even in that stressful time during your day this week, 
maybe as you're getting ready for, if you're watching this this week, getting ready for Christmas festivities, you've got things you got to do and your list is kind of long, you know, having some people over maybe or something. And you're, you're just, maybe you need to pause as Psalm 4610 says, cease striving, be still, slow down, stop, worry about nothing, pray about everything, thank God in all things. And then the fourth key he gives us is think about the right things. He goes, man, put your mind on things that are positive. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. You know, direct your own thinking. How do you do that? Well, it's kind of what you absorb is what you're going to reflect back. So you might want to just pause and, and analyze a little bit. Like, what have I been pouring in? Because that's going to direct my thinking. I mean, just think about it for a second. What do you read? What do you listen to? What do you watch? Who do you talk with? Do you need more positive influences in your life? That might be a great reason to stop right now and push the subscribe button on this YouTube channel uh, or on this podcast and and go like, I'm going to subscribe. I want more positive things coming in so that my mind can be directed to what's positive. Maybe if you're a follower of Jesus, you go like, hey, I wonder if I should be reading more of the Bible on a regular basis just to stop maybe for five minutes and, and go, I'm just going to read this in the morning. I'm just going to absorb some truth and some hope, you know? Maybe for you, you got to get that one friend who is going to be that positive hope person and spend a little more time with them. Ask them to go out to coffee, you know, and, and just get around those kinds of positive things. Paul's saying, if you'll focus on things that are excellent and worthy of praise, it's going to help you turn your, your anxiety into peace. So I hope that you take these things to heart, worry about nothing, pray about everything, thank God in all things, think about the right things, four keys to to calm and to peace in your heart. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope that you'll share it with somebody that you know that might be uh, needing a little bit of encouragement right now. And I hope that you'll pop by and see us at westsidecommunitychurch.com. You could join us for an online Christmas Eve service or a regular weekend service. You could join us right here on site at our campus in the Portland, Oregon area. We would love to hang out. And thank you so much for being part of this midweek motivation episode.